Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Mind Podcast 51.0, your weekly source for news views and analysis and analysis of news. Uh, last week we had one one drum roll for 50, this this week we have like a dhol roll for <laughs> the, the, the first year of Mind Makers. Ta-da-da! You have the French toast. Uh, French toast, yes. No, no, you have to make some um, what's special sounds, some special, special effects. effects. No, I don't want our viewers to turn off the podcast <laughs> in the no, first minute itself. They love us too much. Huh. So, uh, I know, that is true. The, otherwise, we couldn't have been here been where here, we are. I know. So, yes. They love us with our uh, idiosyncrasies. Uh, idiosyncrasies. Uh, uh, or maybe because of Because that. of our idiosyncrasies. <laughs> so, uh, yes, Mindmakers is one. We uh, completed our first anniversary today. Yeah. Uh, it's been a fun year, uh, lots of challenges, lots of learning curves and we've tried to you know, bring the best of the opinions for, on different issues from all around the world, be it uh, uh, you know, uh, the American president arriving in India uh, last year or be it the Rafael deal that was going to be signed and we're going to have an interesting conversation about that because the French yeah. president is in India yeah. or will be in India by the time we, or I think he already is. Right? He's already in uh, India he's right already now. In India. Right in Chandigarh, yeah. yeah. At time of the recording, yeah. So yeah. <coughs> there's that, and then then there's like a lot of other things that we've covered, from cultural issues to uh, our, our our contributor Fred Stella writing about how he, how his experiences in the Northeast were, yeah. uh, political issues, of course. My favorite part has been to bring in commentators from all parts of the globe together. Globe, absolutely. That has, I think, that is one unique. Um, you know, success yeah. story for mind makers to be able to get people <coughs> as varied and as different, as completely, you know, not been in the no, same so ecosystem at all, to and be and able to comment on issues that because we are all as, um, you know, you always say, uh, promote that we are all global citizens now. Everything, anything that happens in a small hamlet in India affects everybody or anything that happens here. Why should somebody in India be um, worried about um, presidential elections in the United States? But of course, everybody should be because then everything you know affects that. Because I so in this day and age, we cannot say that media organization cannot be uh, very local anymore. It or should entitled, be local. Entitled to a few. Entitled to a few. It has to open up because everything that is in the globalized world, everything affects everything. So that and which brings to an interesting point. We had uh, Dr. Yadu Singh writing from Australia about why the Australian Prime Minister was changed. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was quite interesting because uh, some just some time ago, uh, Narendra Modi made a trip to Australia and you had the deals of uranium and being struck. So how is it going to impact and, that? Um, and... Um, um, a Trump supporter from middle America, middle class working supporter, writing why he is supporting Donald yeah, Trump. I so mean, Europe, he, Brazil, um, I mean, we've had I mean amazing. What I like. Uh, with the and I promise, but just to interrupt, I'll promise you we'll only be narcissistic for 30 seconds yes. more. So yeah, and <laughs> then we'll stop praising ourselves. What, what I like about the spring, uh, the I would say the sprouting of so many of these uh, uh, new media organizations, yeah. as I call them, which are essentially offshoots of social media uh, enterprises, or they have a certain stake in the social media sphere. Is that it has democratized opinion? Of course, yeah. You know, people are not just. Uh, 
uh, I would say uh, entitled to vote, but they also are entitled to speak. They are entitled to make suggestions, mm -hmm. uh, talk about solutions that they might think are outlandish, but at least discuss them. So somebody might take that idea and make it their own and uh, provide solutions. Also, when you open the pool, as these new media outlets like us have, then what happens is that a person who is who has studied nuclear energy will talk about nuclear energy. A person who's talked about who's studied culinary sciences will talk about food. You will never have a food. I talk about um, yeah. nuclear codes or mm -hmm. nuclear science, which used to happen in erstwhile mainstream media. This one person was commenting about everything because that one person was saying no, not just that. We the have just made everyone. The saleable. main thing is, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that we are the only ones. There are many of us out yeah. there. As, 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 as you as rightly I said, said in the editorial, yeah. we're not the first, and we'll we're certainly not, not, be, the not be the last. But we just want to be known as people who made a difference. Yeah. Um, it gives the voiceless say that you have one point of view uh, ideologically or some and a different approach to or different uh, solution to a problem that is existing. Uh, a new organization which is not seeped in the same ethos as a lot of mainstream media will be will give you that platform. Yeah. As the solution to poverty is not socialism, right? Oh. We firmly, it's not that socialists won't be given a platform or something. But if you if you have a uh, not uh, an idea which does not coincide with them, you know, um, maybe Davos is not the only place which will give which, you a yeah. platform for this. And right? also, I do want to say this on record, and I have personally started doing this. Let's not call new media alternate media. It is not alternate media. It is a media mm. and the the biggest differentiator would be the lack of indifference mm. we are not indifferent to any issue we are not indifferent to any set of people we would like that narrative to be built over a period of time which will essentially if even couple of projects that were discussed on mind makers lead to long term solutions in even one millionth of a, a, mm. a situation of a, mm. a issue we would be very happy and a recent example and there are innumerable examples like that recent example is just in last or a podcast before that you were talking about bulletproof jackets for our yeah. forces and I think a week later I'm not saying they heard us on this thing but mm. it is something that was but, but, but at yeah. least we had identified mm. the problem mm. and the solution has also been found mm. to it so um, but of course you know, they did all the right people listen to Pramod what are you even talking about no left people listen <laughs> exactly no wrong people listen no, but, but Pram Pramod just had to speak speak a lot more than yeah. he does that's that's my thing with it but anyways enough about us I know. Uh, back to the week's news uh, this is this is what we also wanted to do is this is a very interesting thing what we wanted to do is in the past 50 podcasts we had not said what we wanted to do with mind makers and why we are here so this was a, a brief nutshell about what what makes in our what makes mind makers a little different in our view and you know hopefully if you guys had a question about why mind makers or why so that kind of got resolved too if it did please didn't please write into us at info at mind.net or even if it uh, even if it did not and you want to contribute please feel free to contribute yeah Absolutely. But anyways, so coming to uh, so an interesting event that happened uh, about 24 hours ago or maybe a little bit more than 36 hours ago, uh, the Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose files or the process to declassify the files had sta has started with the government class declassifying the first 100 files. Yeah. I personally And the confusion which was supposed to dispel has only increased. <laughs> uh -huh. I personally think this is probably a watershed moment in India's history, not because of this, because in we were not known for this process of you know in US you have a 
process of declassification. I am for, and we've talked about this in the Bose files, where I am like a firm believer that 30 years, 40 years, have a moratorium and then then declassify things. This was not done. Even the Henderson Brooks report, the government refused to declassify it. So from there to take such a big uh, step, you know, um, we must give kudos to Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Where no <coughs> Prime Minister in the last, and I would say the last 30 years, because prior to that, probably uh, it was too early for Prime Ministers to declassify or no. I don't, I don't know. I mean, so in the last 30 or 40 years, at least no Prime Minister did it. I don't know if they even entertained those thoughts 40 years before to declassify the files. No, because this is this is, has an earth-shattering impact, mm. especially uh, the past uh, seven decades of um, several different administrators who have all concluded that these files have to be classified. So there must be some greater reason, the reason uh, that any political dispensation may or may not like to uh, mm. you know come out with it. Uh, because everybody was involved. Uh, at the same time, uh, who is going to authenticate whether these documents that were classified uh, led to certain truth or not? So I am a big votary of a new commission, a, a, a fresh blood of, uh, uh, I would say, retired judges, people who are uh, capable of, uh, uh, you know, looking at the documents that bear and who has expertise and contacts with the foreign governments also involved in a part of this classification process. Why, why it was done, nobody knows, but at least will it lead to the ultimate conclusion as to what happened to Netaji? Uh, that is what I am very interested in. Just now. one point though, I, if, even if we have a commission, should we have it in a time-bound manner? Because the thing is, you don't want a commission to come and the reports drag on and stuff like that. Uh, you know, these findings go on another six years, seven years or something. I think it's time that even if you have a commission, have them analyze or present their findings Everything in a time-bound Everything is manner. now, whatever uh, the commission would uh, look at is already in public domain now, right? No. Every, every no, no. I think there are still more files. No, no. I'm saying is in public domain and will be in public domain. Well, yeah, but... Every Month all, they said the they are, all the files are going to come. I hope they do. Yeah. But what Pramod is saying is even the files that are still under classification, the com commission, commission should, should have access to those. Right? Okay. If I understand you correctly, Pramod. So, yeah. so, so in general, the, the reason why government decides to classify uh, mm. in the, in the, for the sake of national interest, and this was different parties, yeah. different parties from different political ideologies have all chosen to uh, classify that is because uh, a na narrative gets built on the identity of the land that gets democratized and swears allegiance to the constitution yeah. of India. Something uh, in these documents must be incriminating and uh, probably is the antithesis of what all of these leaders collectively stood for. That is what my insinuation is at this point. But then what is wrong in that? Just no. If it comes out. No, it is nothing is wrong. I think people are mature enough to find out but at the same time uh, did we, uh, are, are we as individuals committed to that um, uh, pantheon that we built, mm. the constitution and the people that mm. built the mm. pa pantheon uh, have got secrets in, the, in their uh, uh, closet. In the closet or uh, did we have to make compromises to get our freedom or what, what this, this whole controversy is I think is all about? secrets should anyway become part of public domain 25-30 years from 30 the years. time. Mm -hmm. Um, that happens in a lot of Western countries as well. That uh, class, you know, declassification happens um, every 20, 30 years, mm -hmm. depending on which country you're talking about. Um, so I think uh, I personally don't think that there is going to be any major surprises. Yeah. 
Yeah, so what I was thinking that I don't, at least for now, I don't see any big uh, revelations coming out. I don't know. What do you think? I want to get this uh, Soviet Union angle out of the way. I know that the Gumnami Baba angle is not uh, really matching up to whatever it is. He yeah. can't be hiding in plain no, sight no. like that, such a stature. No. The only thing that I am worried about is what, if any, was done with Soviet Union. At that time, it was ruled by a maniac. Mm. Uh, and Stalin basically was putting a, at least a few million people in gulags in yeah. Siberia. And nobody knows who these people were. They were yeah. dissenters, they were uh, political, mm. um, they, you know, opponents of both Britain, France, Germany, yeah. everyone. Yeah, obviously everyone. the world was completely polarized uh, that was at that point. Prison. prison, yeah. I do want to say this. Here is what I want to say. And I have a lot of problems with First Prime Minister of India, Jawaharlal Nehru. Mm. And this is pretty well known. My stand is pretty well known. But when I attack him, I attack him on facts. And I attack him for certain misjudgments for that he ideology. made. For his ideology or some error of judgment that he might have made in terms of Kashmir or he might have made some China, other no, error of judgment or on economy or something. I also give him the credit for starting some institutions which have stood us in good stead till now. I also give him credit for the fact that India is what it is and it didn't become Pakistan or whatever. Some of them did have, and I'm not saying he was alone there. Of course, there were giants standing with him like um, you know, Patel, Patel and everybody. It was Rajaji, Sadar Patel. Because of those founding fathers, India got a good base and we are we were off to a good start. It was not a socialist start by the way. It was not a socialist start by the way. It was a non-aligned Mixed economy, economy, mixed but, economy but, but start. That's, that's for came, another day. I know, but socialist yeah. start came. Yes. Socialist start uh. came only with Indira Gandhi. Ah, anyway, yeah, we know that. Yeah. But what I am saying is that the letter that has been um, floating around, mm. um, and apparently some stenographer, just um, you know, whatever, um, you know, has given that this was a letter. This thing, clearly, that letter is fake. I mean, who would make so many spelling errors even in their own name? Mm. How so would that be? What I'm worried about a little bit Atal. is what, what I'm... Or Nehru is spelled with J-W-A-R, uh, you know, Jawaharlal. No, 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 let there be no politics over this because yeah. I'll tell you, three generations of successive Indians, just a little bit prior independence and now 65 or 70 years into independence has grown up on a pantheon, yeah. whether it is on the left or on the right. No, right. And um, everybody did whatever it is within their power to get us freedom, mm. Mm. whether it is to boast in his own way. Uh, from Singapore or uh, your uh, Mahatma Gandhi yeah. and uh, RSS and all of these people, they had their own, own different uh, mm. uh, spheres of influence. I do not want people just for the sake of um, bringing out political points, look at one document separately in the larger continuity. There is Everything is in a continuity. A continuity. So just don't... Huh, in a con context, context, and context and continuity. So, so context and continuity. Continuity is yeah. important because if you take out one document and you see that there was a bank that was established, there was a uh, Subhash Chandra Bose and Indian National Army did establish a bank. Mm. Very few people know that. Where was the bank funded from? What was that money? Mm. Who gave that money? Mm -hmm. You know, all of these are very big uh, things that over a period of time, I think the declassification process has to be handed over to a very independent okay. judicial uh, authority, okay. which uh, has very big credibility to submit it to the Parliament of India in a time-bound fashion. I agree yeah. with this point. Yeah. Uh -huh. Maybe maximum of two years because it's not collating so, of data. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Uh -huh. Is this now only a matter for acad academic interest or is this going to change anything? It is going to change any everything because I'll tell you. 
सुभाष चंद्र बोस इन द पैंथियन हैज बीन सीरियसली पुट पेडेस्टल बिलो द फाउंडिंग फादर ही इज नॉट कंसीडर अ फाउंडिंग फादर पर से ऑफ द मॉडर्न इंडिया वी हैव टुडे did he have uh, like a national security advisor ajit dol keeps uh, saying did he have as much of a role as only certain policy makers and certain uh, people in the military intelligence community know we want that clarification to come how he died where he died what kind of things will come out automatically but now that's all of academic interest nothing uh, is going to change but, right? no, no, but, no. but what was his role in getting us independence this is very important no no even but also you know where he died how he died academic it may be academic interest but they shape a lot of thought processes also mm. and and that you know you can't just let history be a prisoner to this right no but but there is and a but, fact but, but no, one thing is a fact are he was not killed by nehru एंडलीटिंग a point i made uh, in the podcast we recorded about 13 14 weeks ago that about the bose files that when you start the process of declassification you will because at that time also we were told that it would be a phased process like how it is going right now you will come to a stage where people only know half truths and stuff and if you base your speculations based on your uh, thinking or thought processes based on half truths it's even more dangerous than not knowing completely so they they have to be mindful of this that now probably 6 months from now when we have 150 odd files or 200 files if and they do not uh, conclusively establish anything and then what you are saying about people taking letters or anything based any events out of context or something that will probably happen even more and that is something the government or something and needs to be careful of and that is why your idea of commission or what our consensus on commission with a time bound manner should probably happen sooner rather than later i agree i agree but uh Uh, what is happening right now on social media or this thing is of little interest to me and i haven't even commented on it because till somebody seriously academically researches it and comes up with a paper and comes up with a finding i don't think people should jump to conclusions no and and i know and we know that what is you know what is out in the public domain it is so i mean there is no rush also of foremost historians to also jump out yeah. in other people's defense or something yeah yeah because either way uh, either way that's either way should not so happen. the the country's foremost historians should yeah. probably you know think wait for things to come out wait for things to come out because if um we haven't had a chance to look at it and study it and uh-huh. uh, examine it nobody has had a chance uh, right now because it's just been a day so give it some time study it examine it understand that as promotes at a very important point everything is in continuity so understand that continuity understand that and that's how and the context. Context. And, and i would urge patience on the uh, the so called sons and daughters of uh, jawala nehru as well one who is a prominent historian to to basically mm. hold their horses, horses that all they know about his personality was based on hearsay and mm. research mm. he he did not interact with jawalal nehru in his prime even if he had there was no way uh, you know even uh, ramchandra guha would have known the entire multifaceted personality mm. that that pandit nehru, nehru was. was so 
for both sides there has to be uh, a no, call that's why to the strength foremost historian ram goa he needs to see the, the thing is you also have to accept criticisms from the other side that you know everything the other side says it can't be false because you put jawala nehru at a certain yeah. pedestal no but as you say uh, restraint has to be on both sides absolutely absolutely i mean study there should be no real rush to call anybody a villain because but, honestly in history um, you know every there are many great perspectives perspective and there are, there are a lot of gray uh, there are a lot of gray thing. shades people are uh, product of their time it is important to look at and the time they were in there is no need to rush around we are clear on this that we haven't made our judgment on anyone anything because we just don't know the information yet mm. and would expect the same from others yeah. so but uh, from what from little what we know this yeah. is what it is but um, to to sum it up i guess uh, I think unequivocally we can say that this is probably one of the most significant movements of India's history yeah. that this process But I do want to congratulate uh, Narendra Modi and his government for taking this a step big, it's a big, big step. step it is and it's a gamble it's, wonder, it's that, a gamble that, that's taken and, yeah. so because so, what is there in the files uh, was not no I mean well I mean, only knew, some people know knew. for the last 70 years he probably knows so for him to come out and take you know uh, is is it uh, and i'm going to use sagar's title or something i don't know if it's the time for india to shatter the pernoxious myth uh, or something yeah. <laughs> but it no, is but the demystification process has to start start uh, you know the aura of the founding fathers or of subhash chandra bose if yeah. it was a created aura if it was not true to the extent that we have all read and we have been told yeah. people at this point in time are mature enough the country is confident mm-hmm. and at a stage where yeah. it can handle pretty much any facet of any personality actually at that time when we were discussing that was one thing that was we were talking that you know maybe is india ready or something and i that's what i mentioned that it, i think it's incredibly condescending for any politician or something to think that people are not ready to learn their own history i think people are ready if they are ready to vote politicians in power or something these are the same people who voted you in power so if you think they are that sensible to vote you in power they are quite sensible to know their own history and, and yeah. one thing is you cannot take away credit from subhash chandra bose for fighting against overwhelming odds how he fought what uh, instruments and tools he used it was impossible at that time to take on the might of the imperial british uh, absolutely uh, supported by france supported by uh, the united states most importantly Uh, at that time he chose to jump in and uh, you know let's face it everyone had their own methods everyone wanted the same thing Correct. that is the independence of I india think. and that part of the discussion should end right there i think absolutely but and what what is in the unknown will we'll probably find out soon hopefully it doesn't remain an unknown but who knows some yeah. you know truth is stranger than fiction that is that is history as the goes that is history and it keeps unraveling keeps itself unraveling. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli, and Sunanda Vashish, which is me. so the uh, from from uh, subhash chandra bose uh, to a more somber uh, situation that was engulfing india especially south central india was this uh, curious case of uh, rohit vemula the the graduate post graduate post doctoral fellow who was uh, at hyderabad central university got embroiled in a chain of events that are unforeseen uh, i would say unfortunate because Uh, students i was part of student politics in my life also but at that time it was more constructive we would go from one college to other uh, the other trying to outdo the other uh, college in quiz competition yeah. or debates or elocution or mm-hmm. drama 
nowadays it has descended to being more of a, 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 a kind of a mudslinging it is more of a post postering uh, posturing and also poster tearing you know yeah. this is more of a narawazi type mm-hmm. of thing. activism uh, more active no not and just fake activism, activism. Fake, fake fake activism, activism. because you know, Rohit Vemula probably never understood the uh, uh, professor, I mean, uh, Baba Sahib Ambedkar at all. You know, mm-hmm. if it, it was anything, Baba Sahib Ambedkar would have really abhorred uh, Yaqub Memon. You know, the dialogues, uh, the, the conversations uh, um, Baba Sahib had with Sheikh Abdullah are legendary. Yeah. See, these people don't have that kind of intellect yeah, to do research, yeah. go back and, and study what and Baba Sahib And the people who, who uh, tell themselves that they are their mentors, they don't give them that kind but of But then knowledge. his suicide note was very poignant mm. because he then, I think, realized at that stage, I don't realize, I don't know why he committed suicide, but he realized at that stage that they were filling him with venom. Yeah. This Ambedkar Student mm. Association or whatever mm. this is. And the uh, the tussle between ABVP, Ambedkar Student Associations, AS, uh, SFI and other uh, student federations are legendary. They are always yeah. been going against each other, student elections and all that. But now it has descended to some associations uh, taking on national politics at a different level. They have their own assumptions. Yeah. They think that the government uh, of the day uh, has a mandate to crush uh, certain student associations. I don't think it is anything uh, of that nature. Yeah. Coming back to this uh, Rohit Vemula, he is apparently somebody who there is a debate on whether he is an OBC or an SC, whether he is... Uh, that debate, is, that debate in itself <laughs> is a reflection on our society right now. It's that we are actually that they are debating this. Because, is, because because of where our society is right now. No, no, I know. Because of I know, what I we have done to ourselves. Because I, where we have brought the because, identity because, politics. Because I was looking at news debates when you uh, they did. And I mean, it was, I was, you know, mortified, mortified. that a student and about, you know, a few years younger than me yeah. uh, took his life. And they were kept on saying Dalit scholar, Dalit scholar, Dalit scholar. Yes, he was a scholar. He was a Dalit scholar. I mean, I, but is I, that all I that his identity is? Is that all his identity is? I know. You know, did it is, have, it they, have they gone and talked to, like, you know, had a detailed conversation with the pens, I mean, the panel, panelists, you know, uh-huh. jumping all these, you know, talwar nikal ke aati. Mind columnist uh, Sudhir Kumar, I think that that piece did very well and I'm sure everyone, all our um, listeners must have read that two-part series. If you haven't, you must. But Sudhir did a fantastic compilation of all his letters and all the data and everything that was available. And he said that this does not point out to caste or this does not point point out to any uh, you know any such thing what it does point out is the rot that is in student politics at the moment the um, kind of friction and the kind of competition between these student organizations themselves and I think what broke my heart when I read it was in the second part of the piece he wrote this conversation about burning down uh, the saffron sari or something like that and I I, I want everyone to go and read it because yeah. it's a longish conversation. I don't want to repeat it on the podcast because it disturbs me even to yeah. read that people can think the kind of brainwashing, uh-huh, brainwashing that happens that in our um, educational institutions is very sad. And I have actually, um, Swapandas Gupta wrote a, fa- a fantastic piece on it. None of us are, us are in the position to know what caused the suicide. Hmm. There is a, Smriti Rani has um, sort of judicial, instituted, a, instituted a, judicial a judicial commission, commission. for it. That will, we will wait for the finding. But what I do want to say is, as um, Swapan Das Gupta in his um, Times of India column said that we need to look at this whole student politics thing and I have been saying that I've been tweeting about it and I've been saying this for a long time 
get government out of higher education thing let government only focus on mm. primary education only till 12th grade let government get out of uh, this thing let people pay for um, their higher education and this who cannot then government should institute scholarships merit scholarships for them let that is how government should help that government should not be running um, education man, man, institutions and i'll tell you something uh, when when you when you have highly subsidized um, colleges mm. uh, institutions of higher learning like there are jnu and all this there is no incentive to actually uh, graduate and go look for a job no and when you talk about student politics there is also we just would like to mention anurag kashyap made a film called gulal it was yeah. based ah. on, it was on student politics a very well made film shiva if you remember shiva you shiva also but, but this was more the hardcore gritty, the brain gritty and brain based on the brainwashing how that guy is brainwashed yeah. by the in the rajputana movement and stuff yeah. i would urge people to you know look up and uh, 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 see that movie mm. because it explains paints a very grim picture and uh, it is we are seeing what a part of it yeah. was maybe not as bad but at least a part of it yeah. we are seeing but what you brought up is a very uh, interesting point because having been in a university not so long ago 3 4 years ago and stuff and i was writing even then mm. uh, I was politically aware, yeah. but I was not involved in politics. I, I don't think any student. That's what I've been saying. So, that students should be politically aware, but let's keep all political parties out of um, educational institutions. Let children make up their mind. I, let them let students fight out ideas without any uh, political parties uh, supporting them. Right now, all political parties have their uh, student wing. Let that let just just cleanse that system. the the problem then happens is that that is one action that can be taken but then the side effect of that is that uh the fissures that have been created because of so many different uh, you know the nature of politics affirmative action that was taken over mm -hmm. a period of time the problem that happens is that the politically aware students have been fed with so many different illusions of what the the politics of india is about mm. in in outside of india politics is maybe a side profession there's yeah. not really full time politicians mm -hmm. they come out and go out of na uh, normal life but in india politics itself is a career mm -hmm. the political economy of india is such uh, is so huge I, you would be surprised that they uh, look to uh, taking the career Uh, of a politician as a sure shot step if they engage in agitational politics from their student days Yeah. No, I, I, I also did strikes in, in college, but that was about scholarship. Yeah. That was about uh, things that affected you. That that was about. Uh, uh, we are. We in fact, I remember having sat for with the teachers mm. when they were asking for some some sort of hike yeah. in their uh, TAs, uh, TA mm. or DA. But that was fifteen twenty years ago when we had a clear thought that let us not disturb the common order. We yeah. we have a a, a a thought process. We'll do a sit-in protest. We'll submit a memorandum, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah. So that has degraded to such an extent that because the population also has grown, oh, and when you look at it. a country of 1.3 mm. billion with shrinking opportunities, the only sure-shot way a person can think of uh, success is to make noise. Mm. Yeah. That is unfortunately how it has descended to it in colleges. If that uh, group uh, was ostracized, if that group was making noise. it was to seek somebody's attention mm, yeah they're all becoming attention seekers whether mm -hmm. it is side effect of social media 
you see the boys posting. but in the process lives are getting ruined families are getting destroyed and by the way this thing he was not by the way rohit vimula was not rusticated from college he was only stopped from entering the was, um, uh, there were certain the, uh, areas where he was uh, not the local um, canteen or something correct, like correct, that because so, he was not a, a, a hostelier so he yeah, was, he was allowed to go to the hostel, hostel. but he was not rusticated from school from college right. so that point i do want to bring right. out that he was not rusticated from school he was only told not to enter the um, i think canteen and the hostel so um, but also i would like to urge the right to not brand them as anti national unless some intelligence agency with credibility state that these people now just about yesterday hmm, uh, about 100 uh, people were uh, arrested by the national investigative <coughs> agency for links to isis if that happens yes you yeah. can brand them anti national just because they are yelling profanities they are yelling these things against a saffron or whatever mm. it is they should be entitled to yell their uh, lungs out Absolutely. no and that, as that i say as of, i tell the other is, side don't use the word fascist and all these things correct. easily mm. because it's not uh, it's not something that correct. you should use but, but, these words are not meant to be taken lightly similarly i would also urge the other side don't use the words like anti nationalism impressionable age when there is some sort such sort of brainwashing happening where probably the, the, as you said they are looking to shouting as their means of thing i know what i'm saying i'm not saying it's right i am saying that this is the consequence I, of what I is being happening in such a politically aware social media generation that they can easily be brainwashed just to give you an example this fellow this boy who is now no longer in uh, on earth was probably uh, moving around with sitaram yachuri sitaram mm. yachuri uh, as whole a- sfi and all that uh, stuff uh, sfi and then eventually had a falling out yeah. went against the left and he in fact not just posted things and uh, talked about things against the right he was also against the left, left. Mm. So in fact more the, after, more against a, left than right a non impressionable highly qualified gentleman who sought whatever refuge in caste certificates or whatever mm. that will be found mm. out but you cannot say that this person no i'm not this, just talking this about this person this generation this generation cannot be easily brainwashed mm. you know they are not some uh, generation that will want to get uh, rusticated from colleges and all that they won't, they all want see it is about marketing yeah. they are trying to market themselves they are trying to become activists some ngo t- to hire them mm. there there are so many economic opportunities for the yellers you know that mm. the first is politics <laughs> yeah. the second is an ngo <laughs> they, you know they have so many so different many career options today yeah. they have to be noticed Hmm. and in that process if that person in his suicide note also it is very sad to, uh, hmm. to read yeah. that suicide note you know well written but this boy went through a lot i absolutely yeah. financially socially he was discriminated very frustrated you cannot remove that angle of discrimination away oh. from indian society that would be cheating with ourselves yeah. so when people like kancha laya try to stoke uh, the um, the existing divisions within the hindu fold i feel very saddened because this gentleman has uh, exploited the fishers to his benefit imme- immensely he keeps bringing up uh, really ridiculous issues like raman was uh, a dalit he was a brahmin <laughs> brahmin was killed by kshatriya some some of these people are not oh, no. really uh, i would say well read even if no, they read I, read ambedkar himself or mahatma jyotiraj phule they would be sanctified and uh, attain nirvana the, the, the issue, yeah. i would the, the, the kancha ilaya is a joke and i don't think anybody no, should our, take our it seriously our good friend dr anirban ganguly and dr uh, historian from the left aditya mukherjee they, they had a debate with kancha ilaya on some history thing i think 
was on Vikram Chandra's Big mm. Fight or something. You should see how Dr. Ganguly rebutted Kancha Ilaya. And it was, it was, I mean, some of the no, points those, was raising that, that insane. That, that gentleman can be branded international. <laughs> that gentleman has uh, very <laughs> ulterior motives to, yeah. uh, you know, he keeps talking about it publicly yeah. that he wants all Dalits to leave Hinduism and uh, as though he's the leader of leader Dalits. Of Dalits. You know? And he's, he's just up to Dalits no Dalits are more nationalistic than Kancha Ilaya. Yeah. This guy is just, uh, you know. No, he is, uh, he is up to no good. My, my problem no is, why does he keep getting like the, the same voices, Kancha Ilaya type voices, keep getting invited to TV debates? That is why so, uh, that well is funded. No, he's well-funded. I know, but anyway, I do want to bring this conversation back to, we have had a whole gamut of this, but I do want to bring this conversation back to cleansing of uh, universities, cleansing of educational institutions. And I also want the students to understand the amount of money that government of India spends on these educational institutions is no joke. And people need to understand that all this is not getting funded. No one in this world can get a graduate school degree for 3000 rupees as in India, it is possible to do that. Um, uh, all three of us have gone through graduate school in United States and we have paid through our nose and you know how it is. Mm, so absolutely. it is, it is, you know, people have gone through, as I keep telling other than no, uh, so many people, I, I have known people who go through three jobs and scholarships yeah. and um, I've worked during my education, to no get question. to fund their college because it's difficult. So I do want people to understand that government is spending, there is not complete apathy. It doesn't matter whether it's BJP government or Congress government or whoever has been in power. So obviously, personally, I would like that to change. I would like some cleansing of the system to happen. I would like the students to be politically aware, but I would not like them to be breeding ground for politics i would not like it to be um, you know where these politicians go and hunt no, for so new there are two new points students. here and promote brought an interesting point that one point is we have to debate about the discrimination part because it yeah, happens it, it is true and it we are doing a disservice if we are denying it i mean we'll be living in denial what we accuse others although of if this issue was about discrimination just about this issue no i'm not talking about just this issue, yeah. just this issue. Yeah. see that rohit sadly rohit vamila is not the only case that has happened yeah, in india yeah, yeah, yeah. and many more cases have happened and and why they've happened, it's very essential to study them. And I do want people like uh, Sitaram Yachuri no, and all the leftists uh, and Brinda Karat um, and Prakash Karat to read the letter where he has written about what he feels about SFI. No, no, and I mean, you know, I, I find it, uh, can Allah lead the Communist Party of India? Can he be the general secretary or be in the uh, in the, uh, Politburo. the Politburo? So I mean, you know, till they answer that question, and why hasn't one been? You know. So, anyways, but that, that is not the point. My point is uh, uh, three three points on this. That one is this part. Second part is politicization or politicking in the universities. That needs to be debated. And the third point is. Um, such cases happen, so it's very essential to find out the real reason for why they are happening, have data, collect data, talk to people, talk to his classmates about what happened, and if there are, if students, if you know, have counseling available for students, because it's very, maybe he was, who were people who were once his friends, he was not able to talk to them, he was not able to communicate. We cannot afford to lose our brightest I, and the best. I don't think the government can do anything in this, unfortunately, but I'm not I, feel, the government. I feel that there are very, Many social and cultural organizations like the RSS, like other organizations of the Ramakrishna Mission, Mission Chinmaya Mission, these have uh, been in education directly or indirectly yes. as well, have uh, several schools that they run. Yeah. They should get into this process of building unity and amity and equal opportunity with everybody. Mm. Uh, and that should be the biggest mission for all of them. I, I, I feel RSS, for all its tireless work that it, it does, 
if it does not transform itself into a socially embedded organization if it doesn't go into villages and talk about the, the yeah. similarities that exist within uh, us culturally there will be and it'll also, be tragic. Uh, also also enables that kind of opportunity to be presented equally without any bias to everybody that mm. asks for it mm. i think we will be failing as a country and as a well. absolutely I as, I, as i said we cannot afford to lose our students this yeah. way no or any, we cannot anyway, afford to lose any anyway, way anyway. we cannot afford to lose our that's students yeah. so you know that that's that on our, that that somber note we end our first year anniversary podcast of mind makers it's sad that we had you know this this issue came up because i mean you know i i can't imagine what the family must be going through with such a young kid taking the step one and and a, and a kid who is uh, whatever reason whatever way he obtained the caste certificate it is difficult for a dalit or anybody who comes from a lo- the lower strata of the society economically as well to come up and become a post doctoral yeah. student it's not easy it's not easy i've i've talked to several different mps from all parties and they have all said in one word that we have lost a person who could have contributed if that guy's that is his own handwriting if it is proved that he could write that suicide note mm. that guy could have gone on to do something better more. for the country yeah. Absolutely. we have lost a good Th- that's uh, what i said you know we can't afford to lose our brightest and our best potential uh, good uh, scholar yeah. and un- it is unfortunate but uh, discrimination cannot be uh, sidestep uh, i would urge restraint on all parties and please be be respectful of this gentleman even if he has blurted something on social media or whatever it is it could be in a fit of rage or anger mm-hmm. please do not brand him anti national because if he were uh, the intelligence agencies would have caught it if they were if they he was not caught doing anything anti national yeah. we should blame the intelligence agencies yeah please don't then, blame rohit gemola yeah and then let's not just politicize the no, incident I'm, because that just makes it even even more so tragic just to end it you know me god give strength to his family to yeah. overcome this loss i mean i can't fathom what they are going through yeah. and uh, with that i would like to end this podcast uh, please um, follow us on twitter like us on facebook uh, subscribe to us on our itunes and our soundcloud feed if you uh, if you're looking for, if you want to play this podcast on another app let us know and we can give you the independent feed for it so that you can get uh, the mind podcast uh, available we'll be back next week with more podcast till then keep visiting www.myind.net for more uh, news views and analysis thank you